Time to tune in, not just speaking real facts. Right here is everything you need. This ain't no get rich quick thing. Create your own economy. Cause we ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Learn from the queen of crypto, your host. Nigel Roberts, leading people out of financial slavery through Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Learn to get left behind. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. Man, I'm taking a deep breath today because it is an incredible day, as always. But today is March 29th, 2023, and it's Wednesday, and I call this your What's in Your Wallet Wednesday. And ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you, we have so much going on in this cryptocurrency space, specifically as it relates to systems and things that are happening. And I want to make sure that you have all that information, and because it's so much I just decided to take a deep breath because we've got a couple of days to talk about some of these things, but it's really imperative that you know exactly what is going on. Again, I firmly believe that if you know better, you do better. So today I want to say happy birthday to several cryptopians that are out there whose birthday is today on March 29th. I want to say happy birthday to Lynette Boswell, Jessica Morrill, Ernest Hopkins, Phil Evans, Samara Sharp, and Adam Marks. To all of you, I want to wish you an absolutely incredible birthday because you deserve it. I hope your day is filled with all the love, joy, peace, love, and understanding you deserve on this particular day and beyond, not just not just today, your entire life, but I want to say happy birthday to you all. And if you'd like to get a a birthday shout out, please do me a favor and send a text message to 424-317-7373. Again, 424-317-7373. And as we move forward, today is still Women's History Month. And we have been honoring and just showing our appreciation to women who crypto. And so today I found an article that talks about the coolest black women in web three. Now, again, web three has many definitions, but cryptocurrency is a part of web three, just in case you didn't know. And again, There's tons of different definitions. People say it's the new coming of the Internet and all of these different things. But we have some women that I would like to actually showcase today. And we're going to do this in a really quick, succinct way. We have Ariana the Techie. And Ariana the Techie is the founder of Mushi, M-U-E-E. 
S-H-I. And we'll be reaching out to these young ladies to get them to come on the show to talk about what they're doing in the NFT space, because we know uh, NFT stands for non-fungible token. And a token is a cryptocurrency. And that cryptocurrency is a one of a kind. It comes in the form of art or people are selling houses and they have an NFT to match it. There's all these things going on and we're going to learn about those things as we move forward because one of my pillars that we're talking about in Mission Critical has to do with actual uh, assets, hard assets. And so we're going to be talking about that a little bit more. You have Kirby Porter and Kirby Porter is the founder of New Game Labs and New Games Labs is an innovation studio that builds brands to empower athletes to get involved in the Web3. And again, that probably has all to do with gaming and NFT, non-fungible tokens. And then we have Simone Bana and Simone, Simone Bana is the creator of Friendly Black Hot Ties NFT. So I'm assuming that's hotties, but they said it's kind of broken up like hot ties, but it's hotties. So black hotties NFT. And she has an NFT online community for black women specifically. She is also a strategic partner in sports for Twitch and Twitch is a Streaming, it's not really a streaming platform, but Twitch takes the place kind of a, a YouTube sort of thing. So just so you all know that that exists. And then we have Simone Berry and Simone Berry is a creative consultant she, for Web3. She's a translator in Web3. Again, everybody has their own definition as to what Web3 actually is. And of course, she's an entrepreneur and um, she just really helps with those individual and fashion brands that and celebrities that want to get into the metaverse and show off their gear. Prayerfully, our community is not buying that gear, unfortunately, because we got to make sure we got our hard assets and things that we need in today's world intact before we go into the computer and be all that in a bag of chips. And so that's just my personal uh, that's just my personal thought. And then we have someone by the name of Stephanie Smiley. And um, Stephanie Smiley is the VP of Partnerships at Dapper Labs. And Dapper Labs is here in Southern, it's in, it's in Northern California, actually. And um, they deal with um, all sorts of different things as it relates to helping with investments of new companies that come out. And so she also worked at Spotify for a while. So, ooh, for her. <laughs> and then we have uh, Rosalind Gold Onwood, and she is an ESPN host, a thought leader, and an NFT collector. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we are going to jump into this conversation of crypto because it is deep today. This is KBLA. Talk 1580. In a moment, more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. 
All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. Man, do we have a lot to talk about in this cryptocurrency space. And I actually don't know what to do first for the first time because it is so much going on. But I'm going to start with my cryptocurrency quote. And it just basically says they sleep beneath the moon. They lounge beneath the sun. They live a life of fixing to. And they die with nothing done. And a lot of times when we hear the word they, we wonder who they is. I am hoping, ladies and gentlemen, it is not you. That is my quote for the day. And I created it. They sleep beneath the moon. They lounge beneath the sun. They live a life of fixing to. And they die with nothing done. We have got to make sure, ladies and gentlemen, that we are taking massive actions in times such as these. It is critically important. Every single fiber in my body is screaming to our community to wake up, get up and do something because everything is giving you red light signals. And if you're not actually Tuning into these signals again, not the doom and gloom. These folks are telling you what they're getting ready to do and how they're going to act. And you have got to make sure that you're okay. And so that being said, some of you may or may not know that U.S. Bank is actually taking over for um, Union Bank. And so Union Bank is closing or has closed and U.S. Bank Corp is actually taking over, which we know as U.S. Bank. And they announced this back in December. But let me just tell you, when things are announced, I kind of go back and see what else was going on at that time and what has been a distraction so that we don't see some of these things coming. And not that this bank was a failed bank, but the fact that these things were taking place and we really didn't think anything of it because we didn't know back in December that some of these banks were having some uh, solvency issues. And um, and so U.S. Bank Corp stepped in. They took over Union Bank. But I started really digging to find out what the problem was. And I'm just going to read to you, ladies and gentlemen, something that came out on their press release. Now, again. I'm not here at all to give you doom and gloom, but I am wanting to wake our community up. And yes, we use the word woke in our community. So woke ain't coming here to die. I want y'all to be woke and understand what is happening. Um, but in this press release, they talk about all these employees and all these customers and this acquisition that's going to happen and how smooth it's going to be. And it's really lulling everyone to feel as though they're safe. Now, again, December, I read it, didn't think much of it. But now that banks are starting to collapse and banks are starting to have issues and more banks are having issues, I had to go back and take a look at this. U.S. Bank Corp situation. And when I did that, it specifically says that, of course, their wealth management, their banking business will continue, their payment services, their corporate and commercial banking will be fine. But as you scroll down, and this wasn't even in fine tune, um, fine print, you know, how they have the little fine print at the bottom where you can read it. But it basically says, uh, and I'll just go up a little bit higher. It says the company has been recognized for its approach 
to digital innovation. So digital innovation, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not sure what U.S. Bank is doing towards digital innovation, but they say this here. So it, it made me say, hmm, what are they doing? Because they weren't listed as one of those banks that was actually doing the trial for the central bank digital currency. Cause you know, they had that thing going on, but then they had the fed now program going on and maybe us bank was a part of that, but I'm just going to read past that. So it says the company has been recognized by who, I don't know who that is either for its approach to digital innovation, social responsibility and customer service, including being named one of the, one of the 2022 world's most ethical companies and fortunes most admired super regional bank. Okay. I'll give them that when I was able to find that, but right past that in parentheses, they call themselves a safe Harbor H A R B O R a safe Harbor. And it says statements under the Private Securities Litigation Reform Act of 1955. And then it reads further, and I need you to listen to this. This press release contains forward-looking statements about U.S. Bank Corp. Statements are not historical or current facts. What? How can you say that you're telling all the clients and all the individuals that are dealing with U.S. Bank and um, that that the statements that are about to be made are not historical or current facts, including statements about beliefs, expectations are forward looking statements and are based on the information available to and assumptions and estimates made by management as the date hereof. Okay, so I got that. But then the next statement, ladies and gentlemen, this is from the bank that you bank with, that you're supposed to trust, that you're supposed to put all your trust in. And again, with the FDIC insurance, of course, that makes everybody less, um, less up in the air about their savings. But it says these forward looking statements cover, among other things, anticipated future revenue and expenses and future plans and prospects of U.S. Bank Corp. Forward looking statements often use words such as anticipates, targets, expects, hopes, estimates, pro uh, projections, forecasts, intends, plans, goals, believes, continue, and other similar expressions or future or conditional verbs such as will, may, might, should, would, and could. And when I read this, I just realized they were really covering themselves because I've never seen a bank put out information to customers that they're about to acquire to tell them that anything that they say is really covered and they can't be sued because they've given you fair warning that all of these hopes, estimates, forecasts, intents, intends, all of the woulda, coulda, shoulda is covered and they will not have any responsibility past that. That's pretty scary, ladies and gentlemen. And so that is what U.S. Bank 
has stated as they take over Union Bank. And so for those of you that bank with either of those entities, just understand you should be getting an email sometime this week to let you know how that acquisition is going. And hopefully they are solving themselves at U.S. Bank Corp., uh, which, of, of course, is on the New York Stock Exchange. Their ticker symbols are USB. And I'm not saying go out and get it. I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. I'm, and But they've got some other companies that are attached to it. They've got some regional bank franchises. And they're on the New York Stock Exchange as well. And so it just really lets you know that our warning signs started further back than than I even took a look at. And so I saw that and I said, hey, let me double back and figure out what is actually going on. And so for those of you who have your money in Signature Bank, and I know several people that do, you have exactly one week for your cryptocurrency deposits uh, and or your cash that has been stranded by Signature Bank to go in and get those deposits. And I am submitting to you prayerfully that this happens with any of these other banks that are going to go over, not just under, not just the cryptocurrency banks, but banks as a whole, as they get ready to fail or, or have an issue, I hope they give you a week to go in and get your assets off. But what is clear to me based on what I'm seeing right now, and we already knew this, that they were really, in my opinion, trying to shut down as many on ramps and off ramps as they can, as it relates to people buying or having viable businesses in the cryptocurrency space. And they've been doing this off and on, which is why I think Signature Bank was actually closed. I'm not sure that it failed, but they can say that because they want to attach failure to cryptocurrency. And then they're allowing the depositors to come in and get their stranded funds. So you have exactly one week and all these deposits will be cleared out by April 5th. So if you are a cryptocurrency depositor or you have any money that's stranded as signature, you've got till April 5th. So that gives you some time to go in and figure out how to download a wallet. We've talked about this over and over and over again. You do not own your cryptocurrency unless it's in your wallet, not on an exchange. So if you have an edge wallet, you have and own your own cryptocurrency. If you have a ledger wallet, you own and control your own cryptocurrency. And so that is where you need to be. And those aren't the other two. You have Exodus, you have um, Trezor, you have different things that you can get involved in to make sure that you have and hold your own cryptocurrency. But that is just what you need to know. And I believe that today was a day that they announced that um, because we have a couple of clients that were calling to find out because their money and their crypto was stranded in Signature Bank. And I hate to be the one to always say, you know what? I told you, I've been telling you, you haven't been listening to me on the radio or you haven't been listening to me as a client. But, you know, some people, again, just lay and wait and think that everything is going to shake itself out and they're going to come out on top. And it's not always the case, especially when we need to be nimble in this space. And so you um, need to really hurry up, take action and get your cryptocurrency as well as your money out of Signature Bank. And for those of, the, of you do, that do not 
take action. What they are saying they're going to do is they're saying that they're going to actually cut a check. So you'll be taken away from your cryptocurrency position. That's because you didn't own it in the first place, but they're going to cash you out by writing a check. So if you have a, let's just say you have a whole entire Bitcoin there, they're going to give you the 27,900 and whatever dollars in cash. And then it's going to be up to you to go back and purchase some more Bitcoin. And that right there was another thing that made me raise the eyebrow because if they have and are holding your Bitcoin, why are they making you sell that asset, which causes a taxable event? And then you got to go back and buy it again and pay more in fees just to acquire what you already had. Why couldn't they just ask everybody for a Bitcoin wallet address and send them their Bitcoin or their cryptocurrency? Just seemed like that would be the thing to do, but they didn't. So um, that's what's going on. And so right now, ladies and gentlemen, just so you know what these banks are actually holding in people's cryptocurrency, because people are not listening to our term, not your keys, not your coin. They hold some $4 billion in crypto related deposits right now. And that is crazy to have $4 billion worth of people's crypto that they have just left there and they haven't taken it off to do what they need to do to protect themselves and their family. So it's obvious the word has not gotten out enough, but because you know better, you do better, right? And the FDC, FDIC has been reaching out to customers as well to connect the money and encouraging them to find another bank to transfer their funds to. And if they can't, they'll be getting that check as I stated, and um, and that check, and let me say this, that check is going to go to whatever address is on record, and that goes without saying. If you got involved with Signature Bank, I don't know, three years ago, and you've moved, you got a check on the way to the old address because they have no way to contact you to figure out what's going on. They're also still trying to sell Signature Bank. And the reason why they haven't been able to sell Signature Bank, in my opinion, I'm not going to ever call it a humble opinion because it's not humble. I believe that they can't sell Signature Bank because they're trying to make sure that whoever buys it does not continue with the cryptocurrency transactions, period. They're being forbade to um, to even participate in the cryptocurrency space or any involvement in it. And so the people that would love to buy Signature Bank want to be able to to actually function in this digital asset industry. It's the way the bank was put together. It's the business model. It's a significant portion of its business model. And so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this bank fiasco is going to continue. I believe that they're really tightening up more and more on the individuals that are in the cryptocurrency space to really scare people away from the United States. And we'll talk about that when we come forward, because Binance is under attack, as you know, and there's a couple of other people. And I've just had an exchange that we deal with pull out of the United States effective Friday. And definitely it cuts off the on and off ramps for individuals that are trying to have viable businesses. But with that said, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward after news, sports and traffic, we are going to listen in to a conversation on CNBC today. It was absolutely 
incredible. And I was smiling from ear to ear because, you know, a lot of these stations are turning the corner and they're realizing that what we've been talking about is not so crazy. So when we come forward, we will get into it. This is KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA Talk 1580 is an intervention. When we come forward, includes you. KBLA Talk 1580, turning pain into power. Power. Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward, ladies and gentlemen. So we have got a lot going on with Bitcoin prices. We are looking at the cryptocurrency fear and greed index. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, I hate that it means that that we're actually falling in the greed section, which means we're greedy. I'm not greedy. I just want my fair share. And I think the sentiments of anybody that's in Bitcoin and cryptocurrency right now is really bullish. That means we feel like Bitcoin is just going to do incredible and it is go- it's going to outperform everything out there, including hard assets. Even though I'm talking about hard assets, I know that you have to be diversified. However, there are some things that we have to get our foundational part together first, and that's the self-sovereignty because we can't pick up real estate and move, but we still need to have some, right? We can't pick up as much gold as we want to and move, but we still still have figured out a way to do that as well. And so again, diversification is key, but I want you all to listen to this CNBC clip and it's about three minutes, but you got to listen to it because this is now the information that they're putting out on mainstream TV during during what they call power lunch. Now, you get to listen to Midday Money Chain on KBLA, and I'm excited about that. But this is what they had to say on power lunch today. So listen in. Off regulatory crackdowns on other big names in the space to net today as Bitcoin rises another nearly three and a half percent. Our own Mackenzie Segalo, CNBC tech reporter, joins us now with more. Mackenzie, what else is behind this latest jump in crypto and especially Bitcoin? Funny enough, part of it is a call for regulation, but in another industry, the banking industry. So one would expect the crypto prices would be down as you have the two friendliest crypto banks collapse, liquidity just dry up. And then on top of that, you've got regulators targeting the two biggest digital asset exchanges out there with recent actions by the SEC and CFTC. But if anything, it's had the opposite effect. As we've been reporting, a lot of the you know concerns around banking regulation has actually, for a couple different reasons, been a good thing for Bitcoin. Goldman Sachs. What's bad for banks is good for Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's apparently the best performing asset year to date, outpacing gold and the Nasdaq. And it's part of this larger narrative that risk assets are back. Who saw it coming? Well, I think that a lot of uh, people within the crypto contingent like to say, hey, this is a safe haven when mainstream banking has certain failings. But really, it goes to that larger narrative of when the Fed, uh, when there's this hope that the Fed might be more tepid in its approach to hiking up interest rates, then speculative asset classes like Bitcoin do well. And I think the big takeaway from the banking contagion of a couple of weeks ago was the fact that the Federal Reserve was both quick to step in and to provide what was largely seen as QE to the crypto contingent in that uh, bank term funding program, that extra lending to the banking sector was seen as a good thing. And there is this hope that recession signals might mean uh, that there will be a reversal, of course, a slowing down of interest rate hikes. 
Also worth noting what's been happening over with the CFTC and Binance and this kind of, what, did they come out and say outright that it was a commodity, uh, that Ripple was? Am I conflating the three different things here? Yeah, so there, there are a couple of very interesting things in place. You brought up that, uh, that suit by the CFTC, so they're coming after Binance, but in that suit, they're saying that Binance, Ether, uh, and Litecoin are all commodities. And so that's something to celebrate within the crypto ecosystem because typically the CFTC is a better regulator to have than the SEC. And then you brought up XRP, which is a token issued by Ripple Labs. Now, what's interesting there is that there has been this two-year protracted legal battle between the Securities and Exchange Commission and Ripple Labs. And what's at stake here is whether this token that they issued is a commodity or a security. And if there is a ruling in favor of Ripple Labs saying, hey, this is a commodity, again, that undermines this argument being made by Gary Gensler at the SEC that a lot of these cryptocurrencies, virtually all of them, except for Bitcoin, are under his remit. Hmm. Sounds like a turf war. And aren't uh, some of these prices up as well on this uh, declaration, if you want to call it that? Yeah, absolutely. XRP was up 17% earlier today. It's a wow. part of a you know, multi-day rally. Wow. Mackenzie? Love your name, my son's name. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here. And um, it's just the CNBC uh, just letting us know what is going on. And I am just just ecstatic. I don't even know what to say because usually the sentiments are not that great, of course, as it relates to cryptocurrency because everyone is feeling as though we are doing some sort of pie in the sky, talking about this new digital asset that is going to replace money. And we're just saying that we have something that we can use on a daily basis that is equivalent or just as usable or better than what we currently have. And this is just incredible to hear. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I will say to you, and I, and I know some of you that are holding XRP are excited about the price jump today. And we'll talk about that in just a second, because it looks like in the last seven days, it's gone up 29.3% uh, XRP. And some people are saying, yeah, I told her so. But the fat lady hasn't sung yet, in my opinion. So, but let's look at the market update so we can see where we are right now. Bitcoin is trading at $28,393. It's up in the last hour, 0.18%. In the last 24 hours, it's up 3.9%. In the last seven days, it is up 4.5%. That's what Bitcoin is doing. I almost... Um, man, I know I buy Bitcoin and I know I sell Bitcoin, but I hate to do any business when Bitcoin is going up like this. And I just I just want to just try to get our community to just follow me. Um, just look at what I'm doing and just think or find out if this is viable for just a little bit. We're doing six dollars a day. Again, don't get the little diamonds on your nails like I don't get the diamonds on my nails. I just buy my Satoshis. But anyway, so that's where we are with Bitcoin. And Ethereum is following pretty much the same path. It's at $1,804 today. It's down in the last hour, 0.10%. In the last 24 hours, it's up 1.46%. And in the last seven days, 4.4%. It is up. And um, as I look at XRP, 
It's up to 54 cents. So those of you that are holding XRP in our community are ecstatic. And I am happy for you. I never want you to lose. I just want you to be in a safe space. And so until they make these different regulations and figure out if it's a security or it goes with the CFTC, I want you all to be safe. So just know my heart is in making sure our community is safe, which is why I don't endorse any cryptocurrencies other than Bitcoin, because it is definitely decentralized and I don't endorse anybody's company like that. I'm not paid to say any of this. I don't have sponsorship going on with Edge Wallet or the Black Wall Street just because I want to remain neutral so that I can make sure that we are safe. And so, yes, XRP is up 29 percent. Uh, in the last seven days and in the last 24 hours, 4.7%. And the XRP community, the Ripple community is very, very excited about what they see going on. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we will jump into the conversation on what's up, what we're doing and how things are going. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Oh, New money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, now let's get back to ahead of the crypto curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward. I just loved that commercial because we are going to succeed here at KBLA and we're going to succeed in this cryptocurrency space and we are going to do things that have never been done before in history because you know what ladies and gentlemen we are closing the wealth gap this generational wealth bet that I'm telling you I'm excited about everything that's going on so yesterday last night We had a situation where Delta Airlines changed our flights around and we were not able to do our mission critical. So we are moving it to next Tuesday, which is April the 4th. So you have an opportunity to re-enroll if it is something that you want to do. I want to give my sincere apologies. I can't control what goes on with these airlines. Unfortunately, they do all sorts of things and it didn't play in my favor yesterday. So I just want to say my apology to each and every one of you. So mission critical will happen on April 4th, 2023. You can go to any of my social media. We're going to update the information. And again, for those of you that didn't hear me live on the air, say that I wouldn't be able to get on. I apologize, but we're doing that. And on uh, April 8th, we're doing crypto essentials. That's the one, two, threes of Bitcoin. Again, you can get on the Crypto Essentials or you can go to KBLA1580.com. Go back to my very first week, which happened to be in June. I no, no, no. That was January or February of 2022. Time flies when you're having fun. And there's eight sessions in there that cover some of the things that I cover in Crypto Essentials. And so you can get it there. You can send your friends and family to KBLA Talk. 1580 um, on and as a .com and they can get a lot of the different uh, shows and things that we have or you can go to ahead of the crypto curve 
Crypto.com, ahead of the crypto curve.com. And you can listen to a, a whole plethora of shows that we have listed there. But we're also going to do a ledger in me one, two, three. A ledger is an actual physical device that you utilize to store your Bitcoin in your private cold storage wallet. It's a cold storage wallet. This is where we all put our Bitcoin and our cryptocurrency in order to be safe. And let me just make sure that I reiterate your Bitcoin or cryptocurrency is not stored on the device. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a device that is it serves as a key to get into the blockchain, which is the technology that holds record of how much Bitcoin you have. And so the ledger allows you to get in there, unlock the blockchain and move your Bitcoin from one location to the next. Now, if you think it's a tedious task, it is and it's very daunting, sometimes scary for some individuals. So that's why we have the ledger in me one, two, three. But once you get the hang of it, you're going to do it like the back of your hand. And this is going to be the new money. So start practicing, practicing now with smaller amounts so that when you get to bigger amounts, it'll just be a breeze and you don't have to send $10 to make sure it's going to get where you want to get it. And I tell people that all the time, if you have a big amount of Bitcoin that you're sending from someplace, please send $10 first and then Make sure the $10 arrives and then you send the bigger amount because if you accidentally send Bitcoin to the wrong address, it's gone forever. And we've done it before, even as a Bitcoin exchange, we've sent, I think, as much as $10,000 to the wrong person. But thankfully, we have absolutely incredible clients, incredible group of people that we deal with. And that person sent the $10,000 back. But we've had our boots and bloops and bonders <laughs> and you probably will too and so we want to learn how to be safe we want to teach you how to be safe and we do all those things talking to you through the crypto essentials and the ledger and me one two three now the mission critical that is going to happen on april the 4th is going to tell you the next moves and so some of you were listening in yesterday i was in houston and i was meeting with a group of individuals and i mean Houston was just off the chain. I could not wait to get back here to California. In fact, I didn't even sleep well last night after getting in at two o'clock in the morning because my mind just kept racing. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the opportunity of a lifetime, not with cryptocurrency, but what cryptocurrency funds can actually do to allow us to really diversify our portfolios in all of the other asset classes that we must be in during this precarious time and the bank is not something that i am suggesting whatsoever in fact we leave very little money in the bank and i usually only put money in the bank when it's time for me to go ahead and pay a bill or take care of some things or we have a recurring payment and we know when it goes in and out it takes a little bit more work to put money in in the out of the bank and I may even get an NSF notice just so just to keep it 100 I may get an NSF notice and they say hey you've got till tomorrow to put this amount of money in we covered it and I just go ahead and do that because I am really 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 getting myself in tune with being self-sovereign and one day hopefully never having to use a third party that doesn't have my family's best interests at hand and so with that being said 
that's where we are with that today. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have any questions, anything you want me to address on Ahead of the Crypto Curve, please send me an email to asknajaroberts at gmail.com. Again, asknajaroberts at gmail.com. If you're having any sort of question or any problem, maybe with the Black Wall Street or anything else, any other exchange, or you just want to know something and you're afraid to call into the radio station, please just go to asknajaroberts roberts at gmail.com and i'll answer those questions for you or you can send me a text message to 424-317-7373 again 424-317-7373 yesterday i mentioned that we're going to be on clubhouse doing self-sovereign sessions and it has all to do with uh creating our own food or growing our own food not creating it but growing our own food dry just freeze drying maybe even buying a chicken or two and we were talking about that was another couple on the plane and they were talking about how in their area they can't even get chickens because of the fact that chickens go so fast because of the egg prices and just because of so many other things that we have no idea that are going on and we actually had a layover in Utah and we got an opportunity to see other folks and talk to them about what they're feeling in their community and ladies and gentlemen guess what I heard the lady say out of her mouth to me we're preparing for six months without being able to go to the grocery store and she was sitting there with seven little kids they were about to get on another flight six months of not being able to go to the grocery store now that's Utah and I want you to do a little bit of research on Utah and a lot of the banking industry whether you know it or not a lot of the people behind banking and a lot of the other companies and things that happen actually live in Utah and I learned that because one of my mentors that taught me about foundations and trusts was from Utah and he told me they've been preparing for a while and um you know it's just interesting to 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 know that I I don't even want to say that I'm the only person talking about this live on the air but I haven't really found anybody else that's telling anybody to get really ready for what is to come. So when we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we will do our daily dollar cost average. We got about three more days to buy $6 worth of Satoshis. So I can show you what those numbers look like on Monday. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. The ad council. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate meets a scholarly match. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. It is time to do our daily dollar cost average because you know I say a DCA keeps poverty away. I don't know, y'all. I haven't been this excited in a long, long time. And I've been in the financial services space doing old money forever. And I used to go to work every day, just almost disgruntled. Like how in the world am I going to close the wealth gap with this mess? They got us selling to our community. And so I will find the best of those of the worst products, but now I actually have something that's healthy for our community. And I'm super as they would say, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I'm excited about it. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are making way for the D.L. Hughley show, but I still need you to do your uh, watch me do my six dollars. I'm not a financial advisor providing any financial advice, but watch me do my six dollars a day to keep 
poverty away. So I'm going to do that on the Black Wall Street wallet. I'm going to do my $6. We're both going to have to do this off air because we're making way for the D.L. Hughley show. You all, I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me here today on Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. Hey, you're listening to Nadja Robertson ahead of the crypto curve. Please follow her on all social media platforms at Nadja Roberts. No underscores, no dots, no numbers, just Nadja Roberts. Let's close the wealth gap. It's our turn. Learn or get left behind. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.